Hey, um, congratulations on the new album. No, no problem. It's an absolutely killer album. And uh, no, there's some um, absolutely beautiful songs on there. No, no problem. And uh, I really want to start off with your beginning and I guess your life and, you know, music. We'll get on to the music, but I want to start off with, you know, your life and growing up in, in, in Texas. I'm guessing, you know, being from Texas, um, country music w was always in and around your home? Um, obviously the rodeoing goes how, how did um, I guess you you know doing all the rodeoing how did that transition into music and, and, and touring to some sort of extent you know rodeo and music uh, or touring uh, have a lot in common so you're always always in a different place you never really get to be home much um, everything that you're doing requires a bunch of logistical uh, planning ahead No, no doubt, and as you, um, I think I was watching uh, um, an interview last week about it, and you, you were saying about how touring, you, you want to have that one moment that everyone sort of remembers you by and in touring and that, you know, gets you to that high level in the music industry and in rodeoing, radio, radio, you have, you know, that, is it three, three seconds, four seconds to make it, basically? Well, that's the thing. That's the, the, obviously the same in music. You you put in 
all this hard work, all this energy, and of course all this immersion into an album, and you know, you hope that everyone not just enjoys it, but you know, can come away with their own sort of meaning behind your songs. Is that something that has always been with you as a musician? Yeah, I think so. Uh, I think that that comes with you know having the influences uh, that I was talking about coming from that '90s country era. I think it's important uh, as an artist, as a songwriter, to you know write songs that people can relate to, um, and that's kind of what I try to do is to write songs about real life. You know, though I may not have experience per se uh, in my life, but there's a lot of other people. Uh, out there that can relate to something specific. Like, for instance, the song Hide the Whiskey that's on the album that's about uh, alcohol abuse and then, of course, child abuse as well, or domestic abuse. And um, fortunately, I never had to go through that uh, while I was growing up, but, but there's a lot of people out there that, that have and just know people that have. So, um, you know, it's just that real life element that I think is so important. In, in my music, no, no doubt. As far as the, I guess, the production and, and the songwriting, as you already touched upon the songwriting, what was the songwriting process for this album and how did it all go? I mean, you know, was it, you know, locking yourself in a studio uh, for making this album or was it, you know, over time, different influence, different stories? You know, it's, uh, we actually wrote, uh, the first song we wrote, Stuff. It was very interesting because you have a very unique sort of neo-traditional country sound. You have that, as you said, that 90s country sound and a lot of just different instrumentals that you um, you use that you don't really hear that much in country music in this day and age. Was that something that you were conscious of or was that something, again, you've been, you grew up on those sort of instrumental sort of sounds and that's what you wanted to bring to this album? Um, we did 
instrumentals in there, uh, you know, with head guitar and fiddle and steel guitar. Um, that's what I grew up listening to, so it kind of just made sense to put that on my album as well. No, it was the fiddle that really got to me. I mean, I, th- I think we don't hear that that much in country music. I know in you know, older country music you hear that quite a lot. So it's very, I guess, reminiscent and sort of that sort of throwback to the older sort of sounds, which is something that I, I appreciate about your album. And going through the album from um, top to bottom, there are some fantastic tracks. And starting off with, of course, number one, uh, Tornado, the, the story behind uh, that song. That is a that is a fascinating story. I mean, that's uh, you know, and, and the storyline behind that. I mean, that's something again that we don't hear that much in, in country music. And I, I really do appreciate that take on the song. To number five now, which I'm sure you get asked a lot. The the song "Her Silhouette" is a different change of pace, and it has that sort of I don't want to say new country sound, but you can you can you know you're traveling out with your friends, you're just putting the radio on. This is the song that you you're singing along to. Was this a deliberate ploy by you? wasn't even my idea. Um, it was my producer's idea. <laughs> he he kind of had this idea for a long time and you know, wanted to write it, but I guess couldn't find the, the right person to write it with. So, you know, we thought, sure, we'll give it a shot. And, um, you know, we wrote this kind of flirty song. And, um, whenever the most exciting part about that song was actually getting into the studio and putting the track down on it because it became this very, very commercial country song, and it's got that signature lick, and it's just, you know, it's a catchy song that people can sing along to and get stuck in people's heads, so, um, you know, having that kind of song on the album was definitely intentional, and, um, you know, that's what, that's what we hope to achieve, is to kind of have those songs that uh, are 
easy to remember, easy to sing along with, and, and just kind of get stuck in your head. No, no, no. I mean, that was a, 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 when I was listening to. It, I went, yeah, this is this is my song. Just play it up, dial it up. You know, it's one of those great, as you said, commercial country tracks. And you have this song later at the end of the album, which is why people I think should check it out. You have, a, as I said, a diverse album. But at number thirteen is FM. 1885, which is a very moving soaring so, uh, song, and I was wondering when you when I was listening to this, what was your story behind this? You know, that this must have been a very emotional song for you to to write and obviously to um to make. Yeah, that song um, again was uh, my producer Roger's idea, um, and and for a long he actually pitched me that song a couple times. Uh, one week, and I was like, man, I, I tell you the truth, I just don't really want to write a song about, um, you know, driving down a road. Uh, <laughs> I think it's kind of been worn out in, in today's country. But um, he said, no, no, it's 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 this uh, it's this other kind of direction. And, and I sat there, and I just continued to deny his idea of writing the song. And um, if you don't know down here in Texas, we have roads called farm-to-market roads, and so it's FM, and then 1885 is the number of the road, uh, and that, there's a road that runs through my hometown of Weatherford, Texas, uh, called FM 1885, so uh, it was something that was, you know, a little more personal to me, because it's kind of paying a little respect to my, my hometown, kind of a tip of the hat, and, um, you know, it's, it's not something that, again, I've had to go through personally, but uh, I remember being in high school, and um, we had a couple people that, that did actually uh, pass away in some vehicle accidents. Um, so, you know, writing that song, it was, it was kind of emotional for me, and then whenever we actually got into the studio and put the track down, it was, it was very moving, like you said. Um, and sometimes, even whenever I find myself playing the song live um, I'll see people out in the crowd reacting um, and sometimes it's you know it's hard for me to, to watch somebody react to that song uh, sometimes I just have to close my eyes and keep on singing um, because it is kind of an emotional emotional song no no doubt I mean that you know I was listening to it and it was very much this I was off wondering when you were making it because I thought you'd have to be in such a surreal place to make something this beautiful, obviously. And the, the album itself, 14 tracks, I'm taking yourself back for a moment, is there a single track that I think people will gravitate more towards and, uh, you know, obviously your favourite song off the album itself? You know, I thought for sure that uh, Man, What a Woman was going to be the song that, that really kicked, that kicked the door open for us. That's one of my favorites on the album. It's, it's really hard to pick a favorite. <laughs> um, but uh, I think my favorite would probably be Tornado. Um, but the song that I think that I think most people resonate with uh, would be Man, What a Woman. But you know, that's, it's, it's really interesting because uh, we, we put out some videos as well on social media. Um, and the song Then You Came True, which is the only ballad on the album, uh, was something that people reacted to, uh, much to my surprise. Um, and it was kind of unexpected, but uh, 
Well, that's the thing. It, it, it's, it's, I think, obviously, you, you, you have your own personal favourites and you have ones that fans, I guess, naturally gravitate towards for whatever reason that is. And this album itself, as you said, is, is, a, is a jam-packed album filled with different sounds, different emotions, different storylines. And as far as you've already touched upon, this album was meant to be um, done live. Is this something that you've always wanted to do? Is, a, is I won't say a live um, album, well, um, album for live shows, or is this something that, again, you've, you've always grown up with, is having an album that you could play live? You know, I think there's a little bit of both. Uh, you know, I've always wanted to I think also, I mean, you you want to separate yourself from other artists, and I think today, in, you know, in all genres and even country music, it, there is a certain sort of, I guess, um, I don't want to say pandering; it's not the right word, but it's the same sort of production. You know, it's heavy production, heavy on the new sound, heavy on um, you know beats and mixes and um, synth, even in country music. So, having, I guess, all instrumentals is something very different, which you can translate to, a, 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 as you always stated, a live show. And of course, at the same time, it also, you know, gives you uh, an outlet and uh, I guess exposes you to millions of more fans that love that older style of country music. Have you found that when you've been um, doing the live shows that you're getting a, a, a different mix of, of crowds and, and age groups?
they like a little bit more of a rock and roll, honky pop sound, or if they like a traditional traditional sound, uh, you know, that they grew up on. Um, I think that we have it for them. Well, that's ultimately what this album is. It's it's a mixture of of country music. The uh, I guess the the best thing you could say it's a it's a blend of the old school country and the new school country. Is that something, basically, that you would say best describes the album? Absolutely, I would think that that is right on the money. And as far as I guess uh, touring goes, you still got some uh, tours starting in the uh, month ahead, and obviously. A lot in Texas. Any shows outside of Texas that you guys are preparing to do yet? Uh, earlier this year, we went up to Chicago for the PBR. Uh, we're looking to get into Kansas and uh, Oklahoma and kind of the surrounding states of, of Texas. And then maybe even hopefully we'll get up north um, this summer. Summer seems to be kind of the festival season uh, for people in our, our scene. So... You know, kind of up towards Colorado and Wyoming and, and Montana. Um, we, we certainly hope to get out west for sure. Um, and then hopefully one of these days we'll also expand towards more towards the East Coast and get to go up in the Carolinas and, uh, you know, of course, over to Florida and maybe even up into the Northeast as well. No, no doubt. I think you've got a, a huge future ahead, and hopefully, in the not too distant future, you'll be uh, coming to CMC CMA Fest in uh, in Australia. That would be amazing. I've always wanted to uh, to come to Australia ever since I was a little kid, so uh, it's definitely on the bucket list. Awesome. Well, fingers crossed for that, and uh, thank you for taking the time today. Hey, thank you very much. Looking yeah. forward to uh, to talking with you guys again in the future. No problem, mate.